Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Elisa the Yarnista podcast. Today is Saturday, May 14th, 2016. What? Yeah, it's Saturday. I know it feels like Sunday, but it's actually Saturday. It doesn't feel like Sunday. No, it doesn't feel like Sunday. I don't want it to feel like Sunday. That would be sad. Oh, man, the weekend would be all over, and then we're all sad and depressed and have to go back to work. Oh, we missed it. Yeah, and didn't even get to enjoy it. We missed our one day together during (laughs) the week. Oh, that's sad. But no, it's actually Saturday. And we're recording today because we're probably not going to be available tomorrow. Or at least if we are, we don't know what time it's going to be. We're actually doing Father's Day tomorrow, which is going to be a little weird. We're we're not doing Father's Day? I thought we were doing birthday. Oh, no, yeah, it's a birthday. Well, it could be Father's Day, too, because my dad's going to be gone for that one, too. He just takes off whenever he wants to. He travels all around the world, and then no consideration for his family. Well, he was traveling on his birthday, too. Yeah. (laughs) So we're going to do that tomorrow, so we decided we'd go ahead and record today. Um, so we're recording on Saturday. What is the show? What is what show? The show. The Elisa the Arnista podcast. I don't think you said that. I'm pretty that. sure I said that. I don't think you said that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. It's episode 40, if I didn't say that. I'm May Lisa. 14th. Lisa is on the other side of the table from me, as always. My name is Mike. Hi, Mike. Hi. You know, before we even get into anything, I just have a question for you, because this has been bothering me for a couple days. So... I was at work, as I as I generally do, or I tend to be at work Monday through Friday between generally the hours of eight and four thirty, uh-huh. ish, around there. Ish. So I was talking to uh, one of the guys I work with. We were talking of looking at some new reports and things that we have access to and how to use them. And one of the people that uh, that kind of reports to him came walking over, and she had no shoes on. And that's that's I guess you know all fine and and well and good I guess because I like to be barefoot just as much as the next person. But she said she just goes to the bathroom like that barefoot. I can attest to the fact that there were multiple people. We, Mike and I used to work in the same place. Yeah. And I can attest to the fact there were multiple people that would walk into that bathroom without their shoes on. Barefoot. And that is just absolutely disgusting to me. That is horrible. And completely unhygienic. I mean, you think well, at least, at the very least, you should be wearing shoes. Well, yeah, at, 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 in a in a place of business. I mean, right. you don't you're not face to face with people, but you should you know wear shoes at work. It's one thing, unless to be your up. feet are under your desk. I mean, that's yeah. I take if I'm in the summer and I'm wearing sandals or something, I'll kick my sandals off and sit there barefoot. But if I get up and go and then stroll to the bathroom, and yeah, no, get all sorts of germs on your feet. And there are guys that I can't speak for the women, but probably the same. But there are guys at the gym in the locker room that will do that. I'm like, that is disgusting. Why are you doing that? And we're not, like, afraid of germs at all. No. It's just don't encourage it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll walk to the shower and bag barefoot, and that's probably pushing it. But to actually go to the bathroom area? And I'm sorry. All right. the, the, the The ladies' room at the at the place of work it is always disgusting. Yeah, I've always heard that the, the women's rooms are terrible worse in there. than the men's rooms. I used to use the first floor bathroom because apparently the ladies down there are um, better at not uh, making a mess. Well, and there's fewer of them, so they get used a lot less. When you've got a floor like ours that has, what, probably a couple hundred people on it versus a floor that has 20, maybe. And conference rooms and, yeah. yeah. So, so, anyway, yeah. I had so, to say that because I've been thinking about that for a couple of days. Yeah, had me nervous. I thought it was going to be something like that actually related to me. And- oh, no. No, that's... No, I'd warn you ahead of time for that, but yeah, I... Yeah, that's just... just, I hope nobody that listening does that. If If you you do, do, think about it. Yeah, no, don't... Yeah. 
reconsider. Yeah, reconsider. Not think about it like in a way like it's a good thing, but re- maybe reconsider. Think about what's on the floor. Well, and then you track that around. You walk out of the bathroom and it's everywhere. Well, it's not everywhere if it's on your shoes. Uh, well, but... no, but if it's on your shoes. Well, anyway. So thanks again for everybody for, for joining, in. downloading, streaming, iTunes and Stitcher. And if you're on the com website, you can actually download it from there if you want to do that. All kinds of options. Uh, speaking of the elisathearnista.com website. Uh, we always encourage you to shop local, but if you're going to do some online shopping at amazon.com, we would request that you first go to elisathearnista.com. Uh, over on the right-hand side of the page over there, we have a couple of Amazon affiliate banners that you can click on. We would also plead and beg, maybe? Plead and beg. We're not. I don't know if we're quite to that point yet, okay. but we might be, depending on... Uh, what kind of equipment I choose to buy. Oh, please. Yeah. I don't want to know. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I will know. Yeah, at some point, maybe, if we, if we can uh, get the pennies together. But anyway, you go to uh, com, click on those Amazon affiliate links over there, and that'll take you to Amazon where your shopping experience is exactly the same. Nothing changes mm-hmm. for you. Um, but when you put stuff in your cart and check out, Amazon may uh, kick back a little bit of that pr- purchase to us here at the show and allow us to buy new equipment or, like I said, pay for electricity. Allow Mike to buy hosting. new equipment. Allow Mike to buy new equipment. So, yeah, every time I set up and tear down, I'm like, man, I wish we had a place we could just leave this all set up. Huh. That, that might be happening, too. That might. In the studio. Where we're going to have two studios, apparently. Studio one, studio two. Yeah. Because I think it's going to be like a big room for me. Because I, yeah. I, I feel like it's going to be a, it's going to be a very creative place. So let's call it a studio craft room. Makes it sound like well, yeah, I got I got chastised for calling it a craft room because we apparently the chastised. fancy people on Instagram call it a studio. It's your, it's your studio. Yeah, call it, we'll call it my creative studio. There you, ooh, even better. I know. Yeah, I'm going to have a whole like cutting table, so I'm not going to wow. have to like cut stuff out on, on my floor? hands and knees on the floor because yeah, I'm, it's it's the, the it's hard getting up from the ground now. Well, yeah, I know that. It's always been hard for me. I have not great knees, so it's that's never why I don't been do easy, much ab but... work at the gym because I don't want to get down to the ground because I might not get back up. So I'll probably help that's you. That's why. Yeah, somebody, some nice youngster will help me up <laughs> off the floor. <laughs> Young whippersnapper. Right. Uh, also, talking about things that you can do to help us at the show. We did the Amazon. I don't. I'm all messed up. So we did the Amazon one. You can also go to FireflyFibers.com, which is the LYS local yarn shop that Elisa and I own here in Beaverdam, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And from there, you can buy all kinds of cool stuff. Of course, yarn, being a yarn shop, and all kinds of uh, knitting accessories and whatnot. The Redgate Stitchery Cross Stitch Kits that yeah, you have yet kits. to. You're going to make one. I feel like this week has gone by so yeah. fast. I feel like we just recorded this podcast. Like. I'm thinking I, I wanted to work on that thing and get it done over the course of the week. And it's this already... This week has been crazy. It's weird. This weird... I think this week has been weird because the weather is, yeah, like, the it's been, been weird. off. Yeah. Well, it's, It was snowing earlier. It's watch the, the four-letter words. It's the 14th of May, and it was... So one of my friends was went uh, up north, northern Wisconsin, to do some... I was on a fishing trip, and there was... He woke up and there was snow on the ground. And posted a picture of that on Facebook. I'm like, are you kidding me? So they go on this fishing trip. And you would think, and granted it's northern Wisconsin, but you'd think by the middle of May, the snow should be pretty much gone. And they just had a fresh, fresh layer of snow that fell down. Yeah, it was, uh, I was, ex- well, I, I 
tried to be optimistic, like, you know, somewhat upbeat about the uh, snow this morning. And no. I thought, well, I can wear my inland cardigan one more time yeah. before I have to retire it for the summer because it's very warm. Yeah, and looking but at it, next week should be in the 70s, so whatever. that'll be good. We'll take it one day at a yeah. time. But and I love snow, but not in May. Not in May. At some in point, Wisconsin. you've got to be done with it. So again, you can go to uh, fireflyfibers.com. There's all kinds of cool stuff there. You can also, if you put $100 worth of stuff in your cart or more before you check out, make sure you use offer code FREESHIP. It's F-R-E-E-S-H-I-P. And that'll get you free shipping on your entire order. Again, $100 or more for free shipping. Um, if you have anything you would like to send to us, questions, comments, suggestions, I tell you, I don't know where this podcast is going to go today. I think Lisa's going to lead this one. Don't have... Didn't have a lot to talk about today, so this, this one, again, like last week, might end up kind of all over the place, which is fun. But if you have something to help us out, not financially, but uh, give us some content, some ideas for content. What do you want to hear us talk about? Please. Please. That we might be begging now. Well, I don't think we can, we can always find something to talk about, but we want to talk about things that people want to listen to us talk about. Maybe we need to make it least really boring so that that so nobody listens? incentive oh. to give us some... No, oh, well, that sounds sad. I don't want to but do that. <laughs> but yeah, podcast at elisathearnista.com. And you can send us an email there. Otherwise, just touch base with us on you know, Facebook on Elisa the Arnista or at Elisa at Arnista on Twitter or mm-hmm. wherever you see Elisa on the interwebs. Yeah, and I was a failure. 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 I can't talk. Yeah, this it's all weird. Um, because I, I didn't, I don't think I've hardly posted anything on Inst- on Instagram. No? No. I haven't hardly done anything. Other than, well, I worked. Did this past week actually happen? I don't know. I mean, I, I can remember, like, some various things I did throughout the week, but... It was strange. And was... I've talked to other people, too, that said it was just a strange week. So I think yeah. it's the weather. It's so let's talk about, like uh, yeah, let's talk about projects. Knitting... And or otherwise, what you got going on? I am bound and determined this weekend to at least pick up and start working on my granola socks again because those have been on the needles for a long, long time. Okay, those are sport weight. Um, they have lace um, and some cables on them. Um, and those are in the Regia six ply. That's like a sport weight, and they're really fast knit. But I kind of hit a standstill because I want to get something else off the needles. So. That would help a lot. How far along are you with those? Oh, I'm almost through the gusset decreases, so oh. I'm very close. So once to, you get done with that, it should yeah. be quick, right? Yeah, yeah. So we're, I'm I'm very close, but just kind of hit a brick wall. Yeah, yeah. Pick them up, get them done. Yep. And then um, I did have a little bit of time to work on my um, my Togue Pond tank in our Quinson Company Kestrel. And I am almost, I think I'm like three or four rounds. I actually, I got to sit and knit yesterday morning. Yeah. So um, during our open knitting. So I am three or four rounds from getting ready to divide the front and the back. And so it should be pretty quick from here on. I might actually finish that this weekend. Oh, cool. So that one is for um, Very Shannon's. I can't ever keep them in the right order. It's T's, Tops, and Tanks, or Tanks, Tops and T's or in some order. T T T K A L. So that one was a lot of that one's been a lot of fun. Um and then I 
actually did a little bit of embroidery last night. We have an embroidery class um, yeah. coming up next week. So I did some embroidery and I came up with you help me. You, you Well, you helped me kind of narrow down the choices. I'm going to do yeah. a quick little gift for your um, father for yeah. tomorrow. He uses handkerchiefs. Mm-hmm. So some brother, some and he, he well he he uses a handkerchiefs and he has a mustache. He does have a mustache. So you're gonna embroider a mustache handkerchief. Yep, so it's it be fun. Yeah, Sublime Stitching has a. They have all kinds of really, really weird, cool, cool stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, your Lucha Libre dish towel yeah. and yeah. So I'm gonna I'll stitch that up tonight or tomorrow morning for him. I think it'll be kind of fun. So, but yeah, other than that, I mean, I'm kind of just. Getting, I might. I'm gonna swatch for a new sweater in Fino because okay. we got some more Fino in today. So I'm gonna work on a sweater, but oh, I'm gonna swatch for a sweater and see if it works out. Is there a reason it wouldn't work out? Well, no. I just want to make sure that the yarn's a good fit for the sweater. So because well, this is the one that I was swatching for before with um, the socks, yeah, and it was not a good fit. Okay, so that's a good reason to swatch. Yeah. Before you do a whole before sweater. you knit a whole entire sweater in fingering weight, mm-hmm. to just knit a little bit of a little swatch and see if it's going to work out. So, yeah, so that's what I have going on. The embroidery's been a lot of fun though, and I still haven't done one of the Redgate stitchery kits either. We sold a ton today, so mm-hmm. if anybody's looking at doing those, then I have some more on order, but they're getting kind of low now. So if you've been waiting, yeah, get pick one up before yeah. they're gone. So. That's what I have going on. And you don't even have a, a sample of those yet made by Big Mike Mike. Well, and <laughs> so the thing today, somebody actually said this, and I said, well, I said, Mike's going to do the shop sample. And they said, oh, well, that'll be great. Yeah. And I said, well, I figure if Mike can do it, and they said, then anybody can do exactly. it. Exactly. So, That's the idea. So that way, if people say, oh, I could never do that. Really? Yeah. Mike did it. That's a lot of pressure. You're going to have to pick out colors. Yeah, I will. So, black. Well, we talked about that last week. I don't know if black on black is going to be an option, but we'll give it a shot, see what it looks like. It'll be fun. Yeah. So, that's your project stuff. And uh, should we talk about food? Just kind of moving down the list? Move down the list? Yeah. Yeah. um, I did some canning. Oh, see, I did some canning this week. Yeah. We had rhubarb. We had to get going on so monday i think i did um i did the bulk of it on monday i did the uh oh it was so good it's gonna be really good we actually have some in the fridge because one of the jars didn't seal which is always kind of a eh, i'm kind of sad but now i'm gonna have to have it right away i did um the rhubarb parsley syrup from naturally sweet food and jars that's uh marissa um mcclellan's new book um and this one it has honey in it for the sweetener Hmm. and it's really good the parsley i thought it was going to be good you thought it'd be weird and it just it was it's really subtle it just kind of brightens everything up so it's not just like straight syrup right but yeah that one was was good that one's pretty fun that was that one was it was i haven't made syrup oh i've made hibiscus syrup so i guess i i lied yeah don't lie lisa it's not nice so, yeah, so that one was fun. I made two batches of that because the first one turned out so good that I thought, well, I have enough to do a second batch. Yeah, so I did not? a second batch right away. What the do other... you use it for? Um, 
You can use it, add it to um, sparkling water for oh. a little bit of flavor. Or um, you can add it to sparkling water and put some, I think it'd be really good with gin in it because the botanicals of the gin, I think, would mm. play really nicely with it. Or you could put vodka in there. You can make a drink out of it. Can you put it on pancakes? It's not like a, it's not like a syrup syrup. It's wow. like a, a watery syrup. It's, not, it's a little it bit pancakes. thicker. You could you put, put it, it on, on waffles then because it's got all the little containers that you could, all the chambers to hold the syrup. So that would work. Get some Eggos and put that on there. Sure. Yeah. What does she say that she use it on here? I don't think she says pancakes, Mike. Then she doesn't know what syrup is. Uh, Drizzle does amazing things to a dish of fruit salad. The parsley helps bring out the rhubarb's green, woody flavors. But if that's not your thing, you can always leave it out. I would not recommend leaving it out because it was pretty good. Why not? So, um, yeah, it's not like... It's not like Mrs. Butterworth's. It's not like that thick. So it'd be like pouring kind of like slightly thicker than water liquid on your mm. waffles, which would just probably make them soggy. That's okay, too. Okay. So if you're into soggy waffles. Yeah. Who isn't? I think it might be good on ice cream, though, too. Oh, that'd be okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine had that idea. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. And actually, we've got some ice cream in the basement because I got some to have with cake tomorrow. So I imagine we'll, we might have some left. We could try that. Yeah. Or we might not, depending. We're going to have a few people here. and That like ice cream? That like ice cream, so mm-hmm. we may not end up with much left at the end. And you have to make a cake. Yeah, we'll make a cake yet. Mm-hmm. Just see, I don't know it's how it's going to be. We haven't. I got a mix, a gluten-free mix at Aldi last week during my Aldi shopping spree. Yeah, so give that a shot. Mm-hmm. I haven't made a cake in a long time. Mm-hmm. So hopefully I can still do that. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, Mike, you're the baker. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll figure it out. Are you looking out. at the toaster oven? You want to do it in the toaster oven? Yeah, I'm oven? thinking if I can get... I have to do them one at a time in there, I guess, though. So I might actually have to use yeah. the whole oven. Yeah. Oh, well. So what else did you make over the course of the week? Actually... Well, I did... I also canned uh, vanilla rhubarb jam. Oh, that's right. With so Earl Grey. Make sure you warn everybody about the recipe, Elisa. So if about you, which part? That when you get Earl Grey, make sure that it's not a oh. pound of green Earl Grey when you're like haphazardly like ordering in between yeah, customers. It still or, worked out though. Yeah, it was okay. I thought. Um, yeah, this one I wasn't paying much attention to it, and I thought it was four half pint jars, and I wasn't paying attention like all the way through. So, but it's actually four pint jars because I don't think of like for us, I don't think about jam and it's as like a pint because that's a lot of jam that's for a lot, us. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I assumed it was half pints, and nope, they're whole pints. So now you have to redo it, right? Or well, you... yeah, I didn't put enough pectin in. Yeah. So yeah. So we might actually have more syrup. Why would we have more syrup? Because if it's not set up as jam, if it's not as thick, isn't that what pectin does? It's more of like a sauce. Because oh, well, the, the rhubarb is still in this one. With the syrup, you strain out. Oh, you strain just a liquid it. for it. This one, it's just, um, yeah, it's like a sauce. I'm looking forward to those asparagus spears. <gasps> oh, that's right! Ones. I forgot I did those too. Yeah, the spicy ones. The like the the which might be really spicy. We'll see. They're really red. I follow. I did follow the instructions on that. Yeah. She said to. I followed. It's like a teaspoon of cayenne and a bunch of crushed red pepper, right? It was like a half a teaspoon of cayenne. Oh, yeah. A teaspoon would be a lot. I can't remember. I don't know where that recipe's at. That one, yeah. that there. Oh, it I mean, said spicy, so. Yeah. It should, I mean, they, I'm looking like for uh, Bloody Marys. I think it's going to be really good. Burn your mouth off. And I didn't used to like asparagus. Now I'm eating asparagus all the time. 
It's weird. Asparagus is really good. It's good. Well, yeah. you got it because what? Was it on sale or something at Costco? Yeah. Well, I, I bought it because... You know it was good for I you? I know it's good for me. And so generally, if, if I know it's good for me, I can trick my brain into uh, at least putting up with it. And I actually end up liking it. Which I've, I've never liked asparagus until like the last few months. Yeah, and you eat quite a bit of it now. Well, yeah, it's a lot of it. It's in season, so mm-hmm, it's, right. it's everywhere right now. Yeah, I got some from um, one of my friends has, they like, well, they pretty much grow everything. Pretty much everything, yeah. Yeah, and one of her sons um, has, they, they have like random like produce available like throughout the year and stuff. And it, this, mm-hmm. this spring he had um, asparagus and rhubarb. So the rhubarb is made with... His or the rhubarb syrup is made with his rhubarb, mm-hmm. and the asparagus spears made with his the asparagus from them too. Yeah. And then the um, the rhubarb jam is made with aspar with rhubarb that we got from another friend of ours. Cool. So all sorts of love in those jars. All sorts of local love. Yeah, but those that that asparagus, I'm I was as I was putting it in there, I'm like, eh. and instead one head of garlic, I put two on each of them. Oh, yeah. The more garlic, the better. Yeah. You don't want... Well, then we don't have to fight over who's going to get the head of garlic that's in there to eat. Oh, that's true, too. Yeah. But, yeah. So... Oh! So, that's it for canning. Yep. But I am going to make something for... Well, you're going to grill brats. Yep. Yeah, my dad likes to do cookouts, so we'll... And it's going to be cool tomorrow, so we'll probably get out the fire pit if we plan on spending time outside, which I imagine we probably will. So get out the fire pit and uh, fire up the grill and make some brats. Drink some beer. Talk Drink some tomorrow. beer. Say stupid things. Lots of stupid things. We're good things. at that. So I'm going to make, um, this will be the second time I've made it, and it's really good. It is, I'm trying to find, I have the, oh, they just call them barbecue baked beans with smashed sweet potatoes. It's a Jamie Oliver recipe, and you can post it if you want in the notes because sure. it's really good. Um it is baked sweet potatoes, and then you top them with homemade baked beans, and it's and then a little bit of I'm planning on some cheddar and some sour cream on sure. top of, on top of it. So, yeah, I think it's going to be really. Good. We had it um, this last fall when I had when my family was visiting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really good. It's really good. Yeah, it can be a good like meat free meal, which. Yeah, for my sister, it'd be Your perfect. sister, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, those are really good. It's really good. It's a little bit of work, but, I mean, homemade baked beans are a lot more work than opening You're up just a... Just buying a can, ten, yeah. Ten of uh, already made baked beans right. and dumping them in a thing, but they, yeah, they taste so good. So I'm looking forward to that. I might not even need a brat. Yeah, well, we've only got six. Wait, no, I bought 12. Yeah, I bought a dozen of them. They didn't have the big packages anymore, so I had to buy two of the smaller the ones. Big ones have like ten or something in them, don't they? They're like, like a that, little bit less. Yeah. A family size, not like a really big family size. All right, All right so, so uh, let's move on into some or a Canadian canoes. And this is an interesting one. So the article itself is from this past week. The story, though, or what they're covering, is from about seventy years ago. More than 70 years ago. Headline, Women's Voluntary Service. The Army Hitler Forgot. This one comes out of uh, Britain, out of England. And 
it's this project that they're looking to, um, the organization now known as the Royal Voluntary Service is attempting to raise enough money for more than 300,000 pages of diary entries to be digitized. So it's about a lot of, about the things that uh, the women were doing during the war. Um, and it talks about uh, knitting with dog hair, transporting toddlers in donkey carts, and dispensing tea and sympathy are just some of the everyday activities revealed in archive images of the women's voluntary service during World War II. Hmm. There's a picture there of some ladies combing mm-hmm. dogs because they're going to knit some things with, but a lot of it's around uh, just a lot of things they did with the kids and they did with uh, knitting for various branches of the military uh, during the Second World War. Um, there was one that was interesting. Uh, one of them... Diary entry, December 1943, Portsmouth Division of WVS. Army mending. Uh, During during November, garments dealt with number 263. Uh, Two new units are now sending their mending, but one of the previous ones had left the district. A mending class to teach the men to mend for themselves is held in the headquarters of one unit, and the men are becoming quite enthusiastic about keeping their garments in repair and learning all the various ways to do so. I'd imagine you're out in the field and you get a hole in your socks, you want to run around. You can't go find your, your socks. can't go find your lady to. Right, like, your wife's not going to be uh, at, at the next corner to help you mend your socks, so you got to do no. it yourself. And then there's another one that was interesting too. Oh. It's uh, 1942, the Bath Division, WVS. This one's kind of sad. What's that? Is that the one that you're going to read now? That's I don't think I it's just... sad. I think it, it's interesting. It's uh, so the amount of knitting for the Merchant Navy has increased. We have sent off two parcels containing a total of 54 garments: of sweaters, scarves, and socks. Uh, but unfortunately, one of the parcels, a uh, Hessian sack packed full, appears to have suffered sev- appears to have suffered severe pilfering en route. A sack which appears to be the one we sent arrived ten days later with only two scarves in it and nothing else. So that tells you how well known this was at the time because somebody was there in the, the shipping process to intercept it and take the stuff out of it. Um, but it's interesting. We're making inquiries and we'll have to claim against the railway unless the things are found. Um, But interesting, and it talks a lot about kind of how, you know, what ladies did in addition to some things like that as far as evacuating children. Um, One, it's a picture here that children evacuated to the countryside were often helped by the WVS who would arrange their billets and even transport them in donkey carts. So the women were, you know, getting them out of the countryside. That reminds me of uh, the Chronicles of Narnia because that's kind of where that story came from is, is the kids were escaping london during world war ii all the bombing mm-hmm. raids and stuff like that and they ended up at their uncle's house out in the country out in the middle of nowhere and on a boring rainy day actually no because there was somebody they were coming to take a, a tour of the house they ended up in the the wardrobe and ended up going to narnia and if you look at that picture it looks like the uncle's house mm-hmm. so it's pretty cool so that's um again it's a really interesting project they're going to take these three hundred thousand pages of diary entries and photos and things like that to digitize them and to keep them um you know as a, a piece of history a piece that you don't generally think about i mean you think about the men on the front lines and all the the fighting and uh, bombings and all that kind of stuff going on there but you know thinking about the people all back home what mm-hmm. people did to contribute um on the home front as well it's very interesting interesting yeah. um, historical perspective the kids are really cute. <laughs> and they probably don't know what the heck is going on. They're just going on vacation. And that's the that's the Canadian news I have. And I think uh, at this point, we'll probably go ahead and bind it off. 
Well, do you want to talk about what we're doing tonight? Yeah, I say we have to probably maybe eat a little, eat a little something, and then mm-hmm. we're going to go out to uh, watch a play. We are. We are going tonight. It's a play about a spelling bee. It is. Can't it remember. is. The 25th annual Pemberton County Spelling Bee. Not that Pemberton. That is not. Start with the P. Oh, here we go. It is. No, Paducah it's Pu- County. 25th annual Putnam County Putnam Spelling County. Bee. Yeah. Yeah. So at our local community theater, a friend of mine is the director and another friend of mine, I think she's probably doing lights for it. Yeah. Um, she's done lights before. Um, but yeah, I've heard it's really, really good. Um, and tonight is the last evening show. There's one more matinee tomorrow, but um, it's gotten rave reviews. Yeah, it sounds like it's, it's really good. And it's been a while since we've been out to watch a play and it'd be nice to get out and kind of watch something like that and... Yeah, and we haven't been to the, they're trying to raise money to move into the, or to get the new theater going, and we haven't actually seen one here, because the other one that we saw was um, in the high school auditorium, so this will be kind of fun. Yeah. We have, like, second row. They had this, this, like, this morning, I ordered tickets online, and we got, like, second row. Sure. For, yeah, the day of, in Beaver Dam. Yeah. No, it should be a good, should be a good show, so we're looking forward to that. So we're going to go ahead and bind off. Um, so thank everybody for joining us. Thank you for downloading and streaming and however you are listening to us and spending your time with us today. We appreciate that you are doing so. Uh, we'll go ahead and wrap it up and, uh, we'll talk to you all next week. Cheers. Down the road. It's a drunken day